Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join hands, start a love train. I think that's how I'm going to start it off every time. Um, thank you guys for joining us for our Married at First Sight recap. Um, we'll be mm-hmm. recapping episode, which one is this? Is this 14? That's a great question. I have I it as 14. Yeah, 14. Mm-hmm. Entitled, uh, It's Just a Blip. Um, so yeah, pretty interesting this episode. Goodness, it was a busy episode, I guess, because everybody was together. There was just like a lot of, a lot of dynamics happening. Yeah, it um, was very chaotic. Yes. Before we jump into it, do you have any updates for us on the Married at First Sight streets? Mm-hmm. Married at First Sight streets. Goodness, Segway. that's a tongue twister. Um. So, I didn't see much on Instagram. I was away on a work trip for like pretty much the whole week, so I'd like oh. had no time to really. Look at their lives on Instagram. Um, the only thing I did see is that, um, what's the old boy's name from New York? I mean, not New York, New Orleans. Um, <laughs> Elijah No, uh, from New Orleans. What's his name? Um, Woody? No, uh, it was the white guy who was with um, that, Bennett? Weird, that weird girl. No, not Bennett. The other one. <laughs> Bennett was the weird white guy with the weird white girl. There was another weird white guy. Jake? New Orleans. Think of the New Orleans cast. This is a hard pop quiz. I'm not ready. White New Orleans. Who was there? It was the guy who was with that crazy flight attendant who was like being super weird. Um, And then he was being weird. Wow. I can't believe I'm going to have to go to Google. Google. Oh, Olivia. Oh, Christina and Henry? Yes. Yes. Henry. Henry. Um, I can't believe you had to Google that. That is such a shame. Uh, but so Henry, um, his birthday uh, was this week. I think he turned like, I forgot what he turned. But it was his birthday and he had like a really pretty <laughs> girl with him. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Hmm. Um, so yeah, um, you know, salute to him. Um, mm-hmm, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I didn't see anything in the Married at First Sight streets. Sorry, guys. So all you saw was a birthday? Goodness. All I saw was a birthday. That's it. I'm sorry. I thought and you then, were like, going to have something substantial to tell us. I literally us. have nothing. I'm a and disappointed. Then, <laughs> I'm honestly like, we follow Mirla on our like our podcast Instagram. We may unfollow her because she just, all they be doing is these TikTok videos. And I'm like, I'm so tired of this. When will hmm. this trend go away? Yeah. I mean, I would notice if we unfollowed her. So I mean, yeah, I guess because I'm always like looking at the Instagram to see if like, anything's happening. And I was like, Ugh. nothing's happening. Absolutely nothing. Bananas. Um, so, yeah, that's it. OK, well, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate the update on Henry. And do you say you didn't know who the girl was? No, I know it's um, his girlfriend that he was with. He's got a girlfriend. Oh, oops, sorry. Um, interesting. Okay. Happy birthday, Henry. Moving right along to Boston. It is our retreat, which we get one a season. Um, and this time we're going to Vermont, to Peru, Vermont. Gross. Uh, we see, 
<laughs> Are you bothered by it already? What happened? Just the whole, it was just gross. Like that's the retreat. Mm. Ew. Yeah, well, we've come. I've come to expect less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. It's a retreat. Everyone is packing up. Uh, most interesting thing that happens while everyone is packing. Noise is talking to Steve, and she's like, "It was so sad saying goodbye to sushi." She's like, "People are asking me if he's dying," and I was like, "No, we're just going out of town for a weekend." And he's like, "Well, you should be careful what you post on social media, or people get the wrong idea." Who <laughs> <laughs> timely, Steve? Timely. She kind of like walks off because facts, but that's that, that's what got me in the opening scene. I was like, "Wow." <laughs> We're just kind of, you know, start there. Getting right into it. Yeah. I think after that, people are driving. Um, Jasmina says she's going to sleep. I don't think she does. Just like a little talking back and forth between everyone. Katina says she's going to get drunk. Then she says she's joking. Who knows what's true anymore? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't say that I would not partake after being around those people for that amount right? of time. Might as well. <sighs> yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do? So, um, oh, I'll go ahead and pause there with um, before I start describing this cabin. Um, Jasmina and Michael are in the car. He's driving, of course, because she can't drive. He says he thinks things are getting <laughs> <Wow>. better, <laughs> but he isn't sure if it's enough to say yes. She says she wants to work on building a deeper connection this weekend. He asks her how he feels about their relationship on a scale of like zero to 10. She says about a five, you know, that's kind of just like take it or leave it. (laughs) Not good. (laughs) A little too honest. uh, Jasmina, she didn't really, she didn't really follow up with like, why today feels like a five or like, you know, sometimes I might be like this and sometimes I'm like that. She's just like, it's a five for me. I mean, five out of 10, I mean, failing. It is. It is. <laughs> but um, then did you notice he said like zero being the worst and then ten being Will and Jada? He did. I was like, I heard that's an that. Interesting couple to use for ten. Is it because of this? Something came across my feed recently with them because of course, but it was a callback to uh when he came on the red table and they were like, you know, bad marriage for life. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, of course I did. I watched the Red Table talk where they were trying to explain her and August. Her and, and August, like, this is a yeah. Disaster. Yes, it is. So I was like, is this like bad marriage? Is that we're just kind of commit to that, or like why are we saying Will and Jada? Are they the goal? What goal are they? Whose goal are they? Yeah, a lot of questions. I was just like, I don't know if that's. I'm I'm un- I'm unsure. I would have had some questions like, can you expound on like why they're like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? I Lord only knows. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he said that, but she seemed to get it. I guess whatever. She said she would need me more than five to say yes on decision day. She didn't say if she needed to be six, seven, eight, nine, or ten, but just more than five. So. I guess there's a little bit of hope there. Do you want to take us to the arrivals? I will. So Lindsay and Mark arrive first. Um, they are running 
uh, to get to the best bedroom. I don't really know if there's a best bedroom out of like all these rooms, but whatever. Same. Um, so they get to the main bedroom. Honestly, I don't really know. I wasn't seeing much. And they like lay down on the comforter. I was like, you think they watched that shit? Um, so then Jasmine and Michael get there next. They're upset because they didn't get there first. Nothing to miss here. Uh, Mark makes a joke about bunk beds. There is an actual room of like four bunk beds. Disgusting. In my you think notes, it's for like people when they come to the cabin with their kids? Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, these rooms are awful. But if I loved my kids, I wouldn't have them sleeping in that. Good grief. <laughs> if I loved my kids. Um, so then Noy and Steve are driving in. Um, he asks her how she feels about decision day. And she says that they've made good headway and are closer now after their conversation. I'm assuming that the part that was edited out was the part about the finances. So I guess we're to assume that everything is good there. Um, the only unresolved issue they have is the social media thing. He says, he says that things on social media are directed to him. And she says, no, it's not, it's not directed to you. And he says, but that's the perception and she says that it really wasn't about him, but she'll say it if he wants this argument, girl. They're going back and forth about this. She is being awful and bratty. She it says goes she, on and on, on and, and on. And she is like, what, 34? I think so. I feel like, yes. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed. Um, she says that she wants freedom to express how she feels. There and he wants boundaries and privacy. He says that she is actively doing things that hurt him. And she's basically saying that she doesn't care about the relationship. Steve says in his confessional that he is like super surprised that she still has this stance because Pastor Cal, the marriage and relationship expert, (laughs) said that this was not a good um, reasoning to have. Mm. He says that this is going against the marriage and it's going against him and it's hurting them. And he just says this is an unresolved issue. And she just says, okay. So I don't really understand Noi. Like, I don't, I don't understand what she's doing here. Blowing up her marriage is what she's doing. Um, like, for what? Like, it's just insane. I don't know. I, I really appreciate Steve's articulation of things. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's like, this is hurting me. This is not healthy for the marriage. He's speaking in very clear terms. Mm-hmm. And, it's something and she's so just small. like, she's just like, no. So you just want to continue to do all of these, like, I don't understand, like, what this is really about. Like, does she just not respect him? I'm getting the impression that it's, like, about power for her. Like, if he says, don't do that, and she doesn't do it, then she's giving him the power. But at the same time, if he's like, it's hurting me (laughs) that you're doing this, and it's not really benefiting our marriage, I would hope that you'd be like, Okay, let me consider that. And I think Steve was hoping, you know, Pastor Cal being another, you know, rational human being, being like, "Mm, maybe we should cut back on that. She would like take heed. But she's just like, no, absolutely not. I have freedom of expression. You're like, that was crazy. Like freedom of expression. Like this is your marriage. Free speech. Free speech, Tamara. (sighs) How can't you understand? (sighs) So, yeah, that's not going good. They're having this whole discussion while they're in the car, driving through tunnel. It's just long and drawn out. They haven't even gotten to the house yet. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> by the time they get to the house, Noy says that 
In her confessional, she doesn't want to talk about this in front of the other couples. It's not their business. So for now, she's just going to pretend like everything is fine. I guess, girl. I mean, everything could be fine if you would just chill. Yeah. Um, And I don't even think we're hearing about it every time she does it. I'm wondering if she does it like every day. There's like these subtle shots. Okay, well, that's outrageous. (laughs) Well, because I feel like during that conversation, she could have very well posted right after that. Like, like, this is this weekend is going down the drain. (laughs) When you think you deserve better, you do. I'm like, all right, girl. Um, So then we get. I mean, they were on a road trip. She had time to find a landscape and a quote. Yeah, I'm wondering how long of a drive it is. It didn't seem that long, but who knows? Vermont to Boston? No, not if everybody stayed awake the whole time. Yeah um so then okay my it gets a little crazy here so i think katina and Elajuan get there um she said it's like a palace she said it was a mansion i was like what (laughs) kind of mansion this place is so beautiful i was like oh my god um so so then at some point all the girls get there and they all decide to get in the hot tub um there's i'm assuming champagne um all the guys are in charge of cooking um, I think Michael walks in and asks Mark what he's going to cook. And he says something about cold cereal and toast. <laughs> what? I thought that was funny. I think well, he was like washing the dishes or something. Cereal. And he's like, what do you cook, Mark? And Mark's like, cold cereal and toast. As opposed <laughs> to what? Warm cereal? Like, I've never heard Hot cereal is cereal. oatmeal. But you would say, oh, it was just so strange. I think um, it's labeled in the grocery store as hot cereal. But again, this could be a New England difference that we don't call it hot cereal. Cold cereal and toast. Um, so then Steve is leading the dinner. Thank goodness, because I don't think anybody could contribute. <laughs> He says he's making a pasta with meat sauce and a spinach Alfredo. Did I hear that correctly? I didn't catch it, but I was just surprised we were doing pasta and noodles. And I was like, ooh, this is he's, rough. He's, well, Olajuwon <laughs> says that he'll contribute more on the side. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, you know, since he's always telling Katina what to cook, I thought he would have been in, in the cook, you know, chef Olajuwon. I mean, strange. Katina says he can only make breakfast, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so then they start talking about, you know, how's everyone's marriage doing? Mark says it's been an interesting week. He's had three days of peace and they haven't argued. <laughs> Keep them counting. Uh, and then we switch over to the ladies. Lindsay says that she has to help Mark with a lot of things this week and she needs there to be a balance and she can't be his mom. So then we get back to Mark. He says that Lindsay's always there for him and she's a good partner if they can stay healthy and feel good. Mm. Going back to Lindsay, who's telling the girls that it's a full-time job helping Mark. Goodness. Because <laughs> Mina says that Lindsay can be super dramatic and that her and Mark have a lot of conflict. Um, Jasmina starts telling the girls just the same old tale about Michael and how it's been a great month, but they missed one month of not talking, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve asks all the guys about the noise social media thing. He says that, you know, she, you know, posts things on social media that seem to be about him and it hurts him. But Lajawan says that if it hurts his feelings, then she needs to stop. And maybe she doesn't realize how strong that statement was about, you know, if you deserve better, then you need better or something. Steve says that he's cooking five times a week. He does this He said, I'm out here doing the most. Yeah. He said he hasn't been able to get through to her, and it's hard to give her feedback without it hurting her. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was – it was just an interesting um, 
scenes there. Do you want to get yeah. us into family dinner? Yeah, just very briefly on that last scene, um, Mike Michael was talking to everyone, and he's saying he feels like they're racing the clock. He wants oh, to I miss progress. That. <laughs> you know, he just wants to keep climbing. And Steve was like, "Well, sometimes you know, dips can be progress if you recover." And Michael's like, "No, if we took a dip, it'd be a cliff because we don't know how to communicate." And I was like, "Ooh, red flags, red flags." Um, and again, you know, we had the same thing with Jasmina saying that she scared she won't have feelings for him in two weeks and um she sees him trying that's good but like feelings where they're mm-hmm. gonna come in at Goodness. um family dinner let's see wow okay <laughs> <clears throat> so um steve did most of the cooking and everyone else were the suits chefs we get we get a lot of scenes in this episode of michael and jasmine are doing their confessionals together and it's i don't know anywho's michael is saying he broke the pasta uh to put in the water so that's how he contributed and jasmine is like oh my goodness people are gonna judge you it's gonna be bad um the pasta on the table looks a little suspicious i don't like when people do separate like pasta in a pot and then like sauce oh i hate other, that other accoutrements like elsewhere because then the pasta is just like cold noodles and it's not like i don't know yeah maybe this is gross. another new england thing it's but gotta be i'm not you think i'm about to eat cold pasta my family always mixed our pasta with yeah. whatever sauce and Absolutely. stuff i don't know if this is a cultural yes. thing i think i think i've gone to one person's house where they put the pasta on top i mean they put the sauce and stuff on top of the pasta and it was it's strange that way it doesn't adhere to the pasta it doesn't melt it's just weird anyways that's the way they were doing it mark isn't having pasta apparently and um he says he's lost weight being married which seems like stress insane amount of stress people usually gain weight when they're married because they're mm-hmm. fat and happy and going out to eat and you know watching movies and our friend Mark is losing weight. He's down to his college weight, which goodness. How old is Mark? Thirty seven like or something? Goodness. You know how much stress he has to be under to be losing that amount of weight? Mm-hmm. So Lindsay's proud of herself. Um, she's doing that crazy laugh again, disturbing the whole table. Jasmina looks concerned. Nora says it's it's scary and it's really crazy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she just does it and she's just like going on and on and it just doesn't seem like there are many spaces where she fits. Um, like, I don't know who she would vibe with. Like she doesn't seem to be like one of the crew, um, just because of her, her oddities. Michael says he's opened up more, um, more recently. He tells them about the whole, um, experience after, I think after the unanswered questions, where she wanted him to open up more. He says he's done that. Jasmina, uh, she's like, I disagree, but she's joking. It's very light. Did that one bother you too when she did it that? It did, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind. It. I was like, oh, look at her. Um, no, no, it's a no for me, but all right. <laughs> Lindsay says they had a good week, um, and she said that she was talking to Mark about the good week, and he mentioned something to the effect of arguments are just a blip. Um, or like these little disagreements can just be a blip and they don't have to be like a big old pothole. Now, 
Mm, everyone seems very taken by this statement for some reason. I don't know if they've never heard of just a blip or <laughs> it's kind of like a blip on the radar. I don't know. That's the saying. But everyone's like, oh, a blip. I'm just going to use that. Um, yeah. Jasmina notes that as Lindsay was speaking this time, Mark did not give his, you know, SOS eyes that he does as he's like scanning the room and trying to find an exit. He just seemed okay. Um, Katina and Olajuwon said there were no blips on their week. It's been smooth. Olajuwon says Katina's effort is improving every week. Now, let's pause right there. Because one of the things Olajuwon continues to do that continues to bother me is I feel like he's talking about Katina as if she's five. Mm -hmm. Do you see that? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you're doing great. You know, just keep doing what you're doing. And I think I see your effort. I know you want to be better. And I think he's trying to be like encouraging, but it's reading like really condescending and insecure to me. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like he's just so much, he's just so above her. Like, it's just crazy. Yes. Yes. And the fact that she's like, yeah, I'm doing good. Gold star for me. I'm like, we need to, need to work on this. Um, Let's see. Oh, so people haven't seen Noi since she didn't go to volleyball. Remember she was sick that day or she had a headache or something. So we're like, yeah, let's catch up from the unanswered questions, whatever. How'd you guys do with that? Cause Steve didn't share last week when Noi was absent. He was like, no, we'll talk about it together because Steve's a catch. Um, so people are asking and he's like, well, are you comfortable talking about the issue? And <laughs> this was, she's, I, this was crazy. <laughs> I mean, Far be it for me to be on Noi's side, but I was like, what? Well, I appreciate that he asked before just <laughs> starting to share. I think that's good. Um, And then she's like, no, I'd really rather not. And he says, you know, well, can I ask why? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I just feel like it's a conversation for us to have, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, I won't talk about it, but I do want to say that. <laughs> As you start talking about it. like okay. I do want to say, it's, it's kind of strange you don't want to talk about it because it's very, <laughs> it's very public. Um, you do it very publicly and now you're avoiding it. Which I was like, well, Steve, that's a great point. <laughs> I mean, it is, but also like, why are you doing this in front of everybody? Yeah, so Noi says she feels like he's trying to ambush her in front of everyone. It's another weird situation, kind of just like at the the one month anniversary dinner where people are talking, two people are talking about something, mm-hmm. and everyone else is kind of like, "What's what's going on?" Exactly. Um, but I think everybody at that point had probably seen Noi posting, and I think most people <laughs> knew it was an issue. So Jeez. I can't imagine they had no absolute idea. But she is posting publicly, so why can't we discuss it publicly? Freedom of speech, you know. I don't know. Oh my god. <sighs> but I do get it. Like at the table, especially if he was going to poll everyone and be like, you know, what do you guys think? <laughs> like that. <be, laughs> that'd be too much. But I think the people were just asking, like. What's going on in you guys' relationship? Not, you know, necessarily a feedback session. So I guess no one gets to know except for the men who Steve already <laughs> talked to. Told him <laughs> while he was cooking the dinner. Everybody already knows. She just thinks they don't. I guess he did kind of betray her then, though, because 
you said when they walked in, she said don't. She doesn't want to talk about it. Well, she doesn't. That don't mean he don't have to. But did she tell him that? Like, let's not discuss it with others. Mm, I don't know. Or that was just her talking. I think that was just her. Yeah, I think it was just her talking because I don't think she asked him. Hey, like, don't tell anyone. I don't think she specifically okay. said that. Yeah, I think if she said that, he would have respected it, but mm, I think... I don't know, girl, because it's like, well, why? I mean, again, oh, like... Why can't I have freedom of speech? Yeah, like freedom of speech now. This is so weird. This is so <sighs> stupid. This should not be a thing. Yeah. Um. So then later that evening, Michael and these effing candles... <laughs> Michael lights Michael's candle. gonna light some candles. I was like, did he bring these candles in this lighter? Show there's not like a, a lighter at the wood cabin... Where you he could just that. he packed it. Bless his heart. Okay. Um, everyone's <laughs> getting ready for bed. Um, Noi and Steve are laying in bed. She still has makeup on, so th- this is just for the scene. Um, but they are so far apart. Uh, Steve brings up the social media conversation at dinner, and he asks if they can talk about it now. And she says no because they're still going to go back and forth, and she doesn't want to bicker in front of everyone. And so he asks, "Well, when are we going to talk about it?" And she says, "When we're not on a trip with other couples." Um, so then he's just like, well, look, I don't want to go to bed upset. I just want us to continue to work on this. And then he asks her to come in for a cuddle. So she does. And then he's like, well, you're still crossing your arms. So then she opens her arms out and they laugh. Honestly, this man is too mature for her. Um, so then we, this is a strange mismatch. I feel like Steve again is articulating, you know, is there a time you prefer to talk about it? Right? Like, man. Giving her options. And He's she's really like, she's a brat. Goodness. She's so bratty. She's just so childish. Like, it's just, it's awful. That's probably why she ain't kept no man yet. I mean, yeah. I mean, we gonna get into it when she starts talking about, you know, her past gentleman. But I'm like, sis, I don't know, girl. Something, okay, okay. Right you. I'll hold off. Um, so everyone's waking up in the morning and there are activities that everyone's going to do today, um, separately. Like, so all the couples are going to do activities on their own picnics, animals, fun times. Um, Michael is talking with Jasmina about meeting a medium. Um, and he says that he's nervous. He says that he does believe in stuff like that, but she wants him to be mentally prepared because mediums are no joke. Jasmina says she believes in it and is very excited and thinks this will bring them closer. So then some weird quirky music comes on uh, and Lindsay and Mark appear on the screen. She is tickling him or something. It was just really weird. It's um, weird. It's like she's like tickling his thighs or something. Yeah. Or And then she like oh. tries to like kiss his neck and then he says he's not licorice. I don't really know what that means. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what it means. (laughs) Um, So then they're getting out of bed. Apparently he sleeps a lot. Um, And so she starts talking about how they're going to have a sound bath today. Um, So they're outside like drinking coffee. And so she's still like kind of jittering around, pitter-patting. And he says, oh my gosh, you're getting so hyper. So then all of a sudden her attitude completely changes. And she says, wow, that was so rude. So then she gets up and he says, well, I was just joking. And she says that she doesn't want to talk to him right now. Um, so she says that she is sick of him and this constant negativity from the moment he got up out of bed. She says he is taking digs at her and she feels like a punching bag. He says he's over it. and He says it's always about her. She says in her confessional that she'll send him. 
She'll help him with his crap on Wednesday and then send him on his merry way. I don't even know how it got to this point. Like, all of a sudden, they're joking around. He says she's being hyper. And then it's like something clicked in her brain. And she just, like, completely loses it. Yeah, it was like a switch flipped. I think because... Well, when they were talking about the sound bath, he was like, yeah, we're going to do a sound bath. I don't know if he really knew what a sound bath was. That seems like more her thing. But he's like, yeah, the sound bath, um, it'll be relaxing because, you know, you get kind of hyper and she just lost her shit. Like, she didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Girl, we we all have seen this, you know, hypomanic behavior that you're exhibiting of just, like, insane energy. Um, So... I was like, you oh, did you finish that scene? I'm yeah, sorry. It, I cut it you was, off. Yeah, um, it, but it was just awful watching it because I'm like, what is your fucking problem? Yeah, now it's a bad day, apparently. And it's okay for her to dig at him and be rambunctious and, you know, do whatever fuck she want to do as soon as he says something mildly like he didn't say it like you know you're hyper ass you need to take a sound bath or anything like that he just said like you know take a sound bath. we can relax we can calm down because you get kind of you know hyper maybe the word hyper was triggering for her i don't know but it's a bad day now for Lindsay, and she's storming off and she's not tolerating this this mark man anymore <laughs> mark man uh, <laughs> Yeah, do so, you want to do the next scene or shall I? Uh, you can jump in. I'll start it off because um, I may have I may miss some things. Oh. Um, so Elijah and Katina are getting ready um, to have a scene with animals. Um, Elijah is wearing this insane shirt that says, <laughs> "I'm talking with you, not at you." Why now, who's why? making Elijah these shirts? Because yes. he has a shirt on later that I'm like, when did he get these made? And why is he wearing that? Like, what does this mean? Is this to signal Katina that he's not talking at her? <laughs> or is this, like, for the people at home because he knows that we all hate him? And so he's just like, look, I'm talking He couldn't have known then. Her. We were just still filming, so. I, that's what, I, I just know. don't understand what's the point of the shirt. It's so fucking weird. Um, so Olajuwon says that he likes animals, um, so they're getting, they're getting ready to... Uh, hang out with the animals. Katina says that she wants to be fearless like him. They will be walking alpacas. Um, the farmer guy, or I don't know, the alpaca tender, know, tender shepherd person um, says that a baby was just born 15 minutes ago. Um, and one of the alpacas, um, they see the baby, the little um, alpaca, and then the mom delivers the afterbirth. Um, and then the farmer says the dogs will eat, will eat that up. Yeah, I can believe that. I can't. Okay, let's hold on. Let's, let's take a pause there. <laughs> because both Elijah and I were very confused. Um, why is it why is it safe for the dogs to eat the afterbirth? Now, safe is another thing, but dogs eating like I feel like it's very like carnivorous for that to happen and i guess like when the alpaca has the app like as she's birthing the afterbirth or delivering the afterbirth and then it's just on the ground like are they not disposing of it i didn't i don't know what happens at alpaca farms um the the the, the afterbirth is the placenta right yes and the people consume placenta right but i don't know should dogs i'm gonna look it up dogs eat eat meat 
and like you know rare thing is the placenta meat the placenta is organ maybe oh is it an organ maybe it's not an organ I'll pack it's like muscle and stuff i imagine dogs. like five like <laughs> I, like if it was a wolf i wouldn't be like if, a, if you were like oh the wolf's gonna eat the placenta i'd be like oh, okay well it's a wolf you know but well, in this in this uh, article here um, from Hepper.com, it says that if your dog has eaten her placenta after giving birth, there's no need to worry because it's perfectly normal. Um, so I guess that's okay. I don't think it will bother them. I feel but like it's, it's like very nutri- nutritious. And... I don't know. So would you let your dog eat the, the placenta the after birth from a... You know, my dog lives in my house. <laughs> now, these are farm <laughs> dogs who live on the farm. <laughs> The concern I had about these dogs, because you see these dogs as Katina and Lajuan are walking in, they look like two, um, two retrievers, maybe like two white retrievers, um, or maybe like some great periods. I don't know, but they're white dogs and they're like have a lot of hair. So I was like, oh, this is going to be nasty because who's going to clean them off after they've torn up a placenta? I don't want them to eat the placenta, but if y'all say it's fine, it's fine, Joe. Um, Did you see the part where the alpaca moved and scared Olajuwon? Yes, it was hysterical. <laughs> so then Olajuwon calls them gazebos or lambos. He's like, we're walking, what did he say, llamas or gazebos? He's, did he go to college? Did he graduate? He went to Farmingham, Framingham. Don't know if he graduated, but okay. I had an issue <laughs> as they're going on this date. Because I was, the first issue after, you know, the white dogs and... The, bloody placenta yes i was like okay what kind of <laughs> i guess i missed the part where they were introduced they're gonna be walking the alpacas and i was like why would i want to walk the alpaca alpaca can walk by itself absolutely i was very confused as to why like why are y'all walking alpacas and like why is the thing why are y'all running and why is this fun like i was just like i don't understand <laughs> what kind of day that's like oh you can you can <laughs> walk a bird this was so crazy and he was like yeah i love animals so this is great and i'm like is it like i don't really i love animals as well but like i would rather you know seeing some puppies or some horses yeah like goat yoga could have been cute yeah or even just you know just going to the farm and seeing some pigs and some roosters and you know yeah they could have gone to like a little petting zoo or like a little farm Mm -hmm. yeah like anything outdoors i was like i'm not into this at all this is weird well i mean i guess the farmer's like if i can make money by letting people walk the outback (laughs) so be it they put a little bridle on little hershey um and Katina gets to walk the alpaca because I guess this is probably safest for her since she's scared of everything, but mm-hmm. it doesn't look, I don't, it does it not a, a date fun. for me. Um, but they're having a good time. They're running around. He's yeah. holding her jacket. You know, they're just, I don't know, walking around with Hershey for who knows how long. It seemed like it was a long time. Yeah, it felt weird. Um, There's a lot of scenes, but Elijah said it was so sexy and attractive. Right? Seeing her walking out pack, I was like, are you shitting on She's like, not walking a tiger. It's an alpaca. Right. I was like, are you like, is this a joke? It's actually a gazebo. So, <laughs> gazebo. I was like, goodness, from gazebos to what did he call the, um, the gondola? Gondolas. Gondolas. Yeah. Good grief. Both of them. Um, do you want to take us into the picnic? Yeah. Okay. So they eventually bring Hershey back to the pen. 
Hershey's like, okay, whatever. Her, they don't think they fed him or nothing. They just like strolled him around. But anyways, they bring him back and they decide they're going to eat. They have a little picnic. And this is kind of where things start to take a turn. Because every time these two talk to each other, it's bound to go left. Yeah. <sighs> so they're kind of figuring out like, okay, um, you know, we have X amount of time to decision day. What do we want to do? She says she wants to experience deeper conversations with him, talking about the future. And uh, she's wondering if there's anything like he wants to talk about. Elajwan reaches into his mind and he's like, you know, so you said you want to have kids in like two years. And she's like, yeah. And he says, okay, and how much more time do you have at school? And she's like, well, two years. And he's like, well, how are you going to uh, finish school and have a kid at the same time? And he was like, you know, to kind of put your career on hold, you won't be able to start working if you have a kid. And Katina's kind of confused, you know, why Elijah Wan is feeling this way. But I think this goes right on par with Elijah Wan's very traditional ideas um of what women can and can't do Mm -hmm. um which is you know it's just unfortunate because i was really hoping the cooking and cleaning was the only (laughs) the only place that cleaning and cooking (sighs) yeah so she's like i can do both like i people have kids and work and you know people have kids and go to school like i don't find the kid to be a barrier for me and so um he starts talking and he's like, well, he lost me a little bit with what he was saying, but he essentially says that he sacrificed first. I guess at some point he decided to like get really tight with his money for a certain amount of time. Now he's paid off everything he needs to pay off besides like his regular recurring bills. And so yeah, let's, okay, hold on. Let's stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> let's cause I've got some questions. Okay, okay. So I had say... question too because I, I was confused. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. That's why I was saying he lost me a little bit and everything he was saying. I'm not sure. <laughs> Something about he didn't do anything for five years and he paid off all his bills, college, and house. So are you telling me that he paid off all his bills? What does that mean? <laughs> well, one thing about a bill is you can't pay it off. Right, so like it's a bill. If I could so pay like, off my utilities. Right, like how do you pay off a bill and then a house? So are you telling me that this man paid off his mortgage in five years with with Boston real estate? Is that what you're saying? Well, or is he in Framingham? That's the thing. So we don't know exactly where his house is. I think he could have paid off the house. In five and years? I, Come on. The Depending, I don't know because remember, Girl. didn't he? Well, okay, he's a waste I think, facilitator. Something. <laughs> I think the reason I'm thinking it's possible. Didn't he lose somebody? Does he have insurance money? Who did he lose? Where we? I don't where, know. Where his mama, his from? daddy, these people we Mom haven't is seen. Alive. I don't. I don't think he lost. I don't remember him saying anything about losing anybody. Okay, what about school? Did he finish school? And pay it off? What kind of degree do you need to be away? I mean, he says he, he paid off bills, college, house, all of it. But you can pay off college and not finish it. The bills still be there. I don't we know don't know what Elijah paid for. I don't know. This is this why is... I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Again, this is why we need this finance conversation. Yes. Uh, we the people need that, I think, more than anyone. <laughs> like, cause... I don't understand what's happening. 
I don't get it either. Um, but he says because he paid off all of his things, he can enjoy his life now because he doesn't have maybe he paid down debt. I don't know. He, he said he paid it off all all of it. Maybe maybe somebody transfer. I don't know. Who knows? Ooh, I'm just I that's why I was like I we have questions that need answers. We do have questions, but this is a Lajuan story and he's sticking to it. So because he did this, she's done the opposite. She's been like living wild for five years, spending her money however, and now <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna have to tighten up. <laughs> I was like, what? The fuck? <laughs> oh my god! What he are you talking about? Face. He literally looked this girl in her face. <laughs> he said, "You may have to adjust your timeline because it affects him. He won't put that load on him." Okay. Whoa. Yes. He was like, you having kids would affect me because you're not established. And I was like, (laughs) what do you mean? Oh my God. He's like, that traveling you want to do, that's not realistic. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I can travel because I've set myself up and I can take two or three trips a month if I want, but you can't travel. And this is, it got very, um, divisive with uh, you know at first we were married and now it's like well you're not established you don't have any money you need to adjust yourself you're not planning properly and i'm like you just said you ain't got no debt no bills to pay why can't you help her out he said but he don't have the time okay he's not putting that burden on himself oh no at this point i would have walked away truthfully i would have been like okay <laughs> i don't have anything for you we we don't have anywhere to go. Um, but Katina, you know, <sighs> she sits there. She's taking it in. She's really listening to him. And she's like, he gets a little militant. And I was like, Katina. <laughs> this is beyond. This, <laughs> this is bad. Like, this is just so, like, like, he's just so disrespectful. It is, and I was thinking as well, is this another, I feel like, like, things will go good with them, and then he'll start, like, nitpicking something, and it's always, like, things will be calm, I'll say, (laughs) and then he'll, he'll find an issue to focus on, so, like, right now, his new issue is, our timelines are different, I'm at this place, and she's at this place, but this is also kind of calling back to him saying they're different like i cook and clean and she can't do anything and she needs my help she needs all this assistance he's kind of saying the same thing that Lindsay is saying like they're kind of similar in this of him being like she needs me if i wasn't there she wouldn't know what to do and that's kind of how Lindsay talks about mark too it's really strange to think that before somebody met you six weeks ago they weren't functioning they weren't gonna make it through life if you didn't step in. It's it's not great. Goodness. What happens next? Why are they on this ski lift? What is going on? Yeah, so they're at some. I have in my notes. Noah and Steve were at some weird amusement park. I have here. I hate it. Um, they are like doing some weird. These this amusement area doesn't look very safe. Um, it it didn't. I had some janky swing. Yeah, <laughs> they got I was on. Like, this is terrifying. I um, thought this was on the property, but I guess I, it I thought been so too, else. which is why I was very confused and concerned. I was like, so is this liability? Um. So yeah, there. I, I don't really have many notes for this. I'm sorry. 
not a whole lot happens. I have like maybe two and a half lines. Um, they go on this, this luge slide thing. Then they go on a trampoline. They get on some janky swing and (laughs) then they sit and, um, talk. And he says that he thinks she just wants to sweep past the social media conversation, but I think it's still very real for Steve. I don't know if there was anything else of note in their interaction. Great. Moving along. Tell us what happens. All right. So Mark and Lindsay, uh, Mark is building some sort of fire. Um, I believe she goes down there to talk to him and she says that she finds him to be more negative than positive. He says that he didn't mean to joke with her. She was going to get so upset. And he says that she always shifts the energy to make him the bad guy. She tells him that she needs her to, she needs to hear him say he is sorry and she says that she thinks he thinks less of her to make her feel bad or something. Or she had some weird statement about how he like needs to bring her down because she's all the way up here or something. She was crazy. like rambling. She was like, You belittle me, you make me feel less than. It's constant digs and you're doing it to make yourself feel better. All you could have said was I'm sorry, and this would have been like over. Yeah, so then he's like, you thought all of that from the interaction upstairs? (laughs) And so now he's saying, you know, he's super annoyed, like heavy mood, heavy temper tantrum. She says that maybe she intimidates him, and that's why he tries to put her down. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So he looks very confused, as do I. Um, And I just like, Lindsay, is she drunk? Do we think she was drunk at this moment? Mm, no, I think this is her usual mood fluctuation. Oh, oh, I don't think she needs. I don't think she takes a lot of substances. She doesn't even take coffee, remember? Or she wasn't before because oh, she. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's I don't think she point. needs like a lot of stimulants or like medicinal interaction things happening. Yeah. It's 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 hard to watch. Um, well, we do good. hear uh, Mark say like, "I don't want to deal with this shit." I know <laughs> like, that's right getting fed up like every time it's something with her she's just not a happy person not a happy camper oh i guess they could be campers long except this little cabin with the bunk bed she's not a happy camper Hmm. (laughs) next things next we see jasmine and michael going to the medium don't know where this medium came from and why this medium is in this little room so let's just take a a quick pause right here. Um, mm-hmm. So a medium, um, the definition of a medium Ooh. is, hold on, I'm getting a lot of definitions of mediums. Um, what are they? Oh. Uh, medium um, woman. I don't know. Like, I, okay. Psychic versus medium. What's the difference here? Okay. So a psychic uh, is uh, someone who relates to the human soul or mind. Hmm. Um, and they can be sensitive to influence or forces of a non-physical or supernatural nature. However, a medium is defined as about halfway between extremes. So apparently the medium is someone who, a person through whom the spirits of the dead are alleged to be able to contact the living, whereas they they, they live in the middle um, from, I guess, heaven and hell, I, I suppose. Mm. What about a clairvoyant? 
Um, so a clairvoyant is someone who has or claims to have the power of seeing objects or actions beyond the range of natural vision. Oh, okay. Because I remember they referred to this woman as a clairvoyant at some point. And I was like, who? <laughs> I, was, I was getting a little lost. Okay, so there's a medium. Um, Jasmina mentions that she watches a lot of medium shows. So, Jade, before we get into that, do you um, subscribe to the psychic or the mediums or the clairvoyant? Ooh, it's tough. I would say with a grain of salt. There's this uh, other... I've told y'all about Love After Lockup. There's this girl <laughs> on there, and she only listens to the psychic. She's like, you know, got the psychic on speed dial. She's like, my psychic said that, you know, we're going to be together. My psychic said this. My psychic said that. And it's it's just a mess. She take, got this boy going to the psychic. <laughs> so sometimes I feel like... Mm, okay so about this particular medium um let's jump into her yes um, i was like girl get a grip yeah other <laughs> other examples you may know of long island medium which i guess jasmina may be watching that lady i think was on tlc there's also um hollywood medium which i think that boy has a new show his name is tyler henry and he would like read famous people um so that's very it's very interesting but I don't know how I feel about it, but the medium is there again. Don't know where they got her from. She's just sitting in this cabin room somewhere (laughs) and she's like, I want them to heal. I just want to know, you know, like I want to know how I can help them. And Michael's like, well, you tell us first and we'll tell you, um, as, as you know, a good skeptical person would say, however, well, we'll come back to it. So the medium immediately starts. She starts focusing in on Michael for some reason. And she says, uh, I feel like something happened between like when you were a child, like five and seven or something like that. And he's like, yeah, when I was six, my brother passed. Um, she's like, uh, was it a, a chest wound? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, something about 13. He's like, yeah, there's a 13 year difference. He's like confirming everything she's saying. Um, she also asked about prostate stuff, I think is what, what she said. And he was like, that's how his dad passed. It's just, she's like going in on on the Michael side of things. Jasmina's like, in her talking head, thinking that this may now be a bad idea because she's really dredging up stuff for, you know, Michael emotionally. He's thinking about his brother. He's thinking about his dad. He's lost a lot of people. So... That's what we're here to do on the vacation. Talk about all the people you've lost, I guess. Um, at some point, things switch, and I guess it's been edited out, but I'm not sure if they asked about kids or whatever. The medium starts saying she's seeing twins in a year and a half, and then um, she sees them living in like a sunny place, like not where they are now, and something about them having a boat. <laughs> so... I just don't. It's, it's, it's going there. And she then says it was love at first sight. Like Michael loved Jasmine the minute he saw her and he's like, well, my breath was taken away. Um, but he's like hesitating on the love thing. They eventually ask about decision day and she's like, I feel like you guys are supposed to be together. 
And she tells Michael he has about five more years. Like, if he divorces Jasmine, he has five more years before he meets someone like her. Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. She didn't say before you meet your wife. She just said someone like her. And then for Jasmina, it'd be a year and a half to two years before she met, you know, her next partner. But she would regret not staying married to him. And she'd be like, oh, I loved, I loved, I really loved him. So let's process this out. <laughs> Um, I think those are the highs and lows. Let me know if I missed anything about the reading. But what are your thoughts on the immediate entry into the traumatic past? Um, So I don't really, like, subscribe um, to the mediums or the the things. So I feel like they probably just told her that information. Hmm. You know, that thought <laughs> in my mind as well. Like, huh. All the same things we've heard about, this woman knows. Like, I mean, there's no way. Like, I'm sorry. But no. If I was on a produced TV show. <laughs> right? They got, and I didn't seek out the, um, the medium. They found her for me. Like, no Yeah, ways. if they provided a medium who knew things about my future. I mean, who knew things about my past that I had previously disclosed. Can't say I'd be shocked, but Michael, I think, was a little like, wow, wow, you know, forgetting that, you know, we've all known this information more than six weeks, but, and then this forecasting about the future, twins, don't know, and she's like, I think twins, are twins in the family? Michael says his family has triplets um, somewhere down the line. (laughs) Wonderful. <laughs> so now we have that to hang on to. You know, if you guys stay together, you can have triplets or twins. It's it's a bit of a reach. A sunny place. Where are they going to move to? All their family is there. And a boat. Where is this boat coming in? Can we move forward? I just, you know. <laughs> this isn't real. <laughs> I'm just like... You know, sounds kind of targeted, you know. <laughs> now, the one thing I do like about Long Island Medium when I used to watch her is she would have like, you know, room full of people. And I guess like if you um, if you got called out, you got called out. But and then with that Long Island, not Long Island, Hollywood Medium, that boy, he was like 14. He said he didn't even know who some of those people was. He was just walking into houses and talking to people. Um, but yeah, it's this, this, I don't know. <laughs> Mediums could be real. Don't know if this one is. I don't know who this lady is. She just appeared. <laughs> just, I mean, that could have been me. <laughs> it could have like, been anyone. <laughs> I was like, who on the cast is this that we haven't seen? Or who like in production is this that we haven't seen? But who knows? Who even knows? Whew, that was a lot. Take us to this. <sighs> I'm sorry. You're getting all the good ones today. Oh, my gosh. Um, so Mark and Lindsay are um, doing a sound bath. There's an interesting gentleman um, who is, he's got all of the um, all of the instruments ready. He's got a little, like, I don't know, some sort of, like, recorder or something. Um, they're lying down. They've got blankets over them. And he's doing, like, each, um, I forgot what they're called. Um, the bowls, um, each bowl. Oh, the... To, to uh, unleash the chakras. Yeah, the singing bowls. 
Yeah, because like for each one, there's like a sh- a chakra attached to it. So he's like basically mm-hmm. opening up their chakras, balancing their chakras. Um, Lindsay starts talking this cash money about her grandpa during her third chakra. Um, yeah, third eye chakra. Which I think going. Is, yeah, I don't know if that's the heart one or if that's the. I forgot. Um, but she claims it's comforting. She starts crying. Cool. Um, so they end their session. Um, apparently, Mark fell asleep. So he wakes up. Lindsay says there's a spider <laughs> on him. I thought like, this man is asleep. Yeah, because it is very relaxing. So I can I'm see sure. how he could fall asleep. Um, but um, Lindsay makes some quip about how uh, Mark reminds her of her grandpa and how, you know, he was a very stubborn man, and she says that maybe she's just used to difficult men. I'm like, or maybe the difficulty is you. Mm. Um, so then we transition into Michael and Jasmina. They will be um, hosting um, Field Day. Um, they have T-shirts on. Uh, one says the boss, and one says the real boss. Cute. <laughs> um, so there are three different games they're going to be playing, kickball, dodgeball, and flip cup. And the two teams are the Undertakers versus the Gravediggers. I was like, geez. Dark. Um, the Undertakers are Elajuan, Katina, Lindsay, and Mark. And then the Gravediggers are Noise, Steve, uh, Michael, and Jasmina. Um, so then the first game is Flip Cup. Um, Lindsay says that watching Mark play Flip Cup is like watching a man and then it was bleeped out. Do we know what she said? Yes. Um, she was saying it's like watching a man trying to eat a pussy, I think is what she said. And I don't then understand. What what does that mean? Well, she then he's like, you know, they're gonna cut that or something like that. Um, and so then she's like trying she says like like a man trying to find a, a clitoris. How? I guess she's saying men can't find clitoris, clitori. <laughs> or maybe her man, you know. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if she said that with him, him standing there. <sighs> All right. Um, so then um, the under the grave diggers wound up winning flip cups. So Noise, Steve, Michael, and Jasmina. Um, Mark's team did not win, and I guess that's because he can't find a clitoris. Um, so then our next uh, game is kickball. Um, I forgot who won on this. Um, and then the game after that is dodgeball. And Katina is hit really savagely by Steve. Damn. Noi of- also falls immediately. As soon as dodgeball starts, she yes. just, like, doesn't even make it to a ball. She didn't even make it to the ball. I'm like, could these be the most unathletic, uncoordinated <laughs> women I've ever seen on television? It's um, and then Katina's hit. I mean, the way she just flopped to the ground, I was like, man, this is intense. <laughs> I don't think he hit her that hard. But maybe he, he didn't. Did. I was like, either she must just be like 75 pounds, but it was just like, this is not even that intense. Um, so, yeah, that was what I got from those games. Just a whole bunch of foolishness. Any thoughts yeah. from you? Sounds about right. No, I, I don't know who won overall. I guess overall Jasmine's team won because... Lindsay and Mark and Katina Lajewan's team only won kickball, so. Mm. Whatever. Uh, we transitioned from field day, and Jasmine and Michael now have now have on these uh, avocado shirts that say, one says better, one says half, and they make sure they're standing in order in each scene. Um, which, 
again, interesting choices because we have Olajuwon shirt. Um, Jasmina and Michael have some matching shirts. We also see Noah and Steve with some matching shirts later. <laughs> I think the only people who don't have, like, you know, the teamwork going on is Lindsay and Mark. Um, well, I guess Katina packed her, you know, usual attire as well. But, anywho's. Um, so now we're going to play a game called most likely and the goal or object of most likely is we vote. It's kind of like superlatives. Everyone has a whiteboard. Everyone has a dry erase marker. We're going to vote on who's the most likely to be whatever. Ooh, here are the results. Most likely to have cosmetic surgery. I think that one goes to Noi. Best liar. Um, or most likely to lie or not get caught or something like that. But who's the best liar? Jasmina, most likely to spend money on their partner. Lindsay, Mark, and Olajuwon each voted for themselves. Um, and it's, it's <laughs> you know, Lindsay's like, well, why'd you say you? She's asking Mark, and Mark is like, well, if you needed something, I would buy it for you. And it was just like this weird tension in the room. Just yeah, weird she awkwardness. Starts, like laughing weirdly, or I don't know. Like she doesn't believe it. Yeah, that he, you know, he 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 ain't shit. Apparently. I mean, his sixty thousand dollars ain't gonna buy her nothing <laughs> she wants. So. <laughs> I just feel so bad for him. Or she's like, "How you gonna buy me anything? You ain't got no job. You don't know how. Yeah. No family. <laughs> yes, buy yourself a place to live. Um, next is. <laughs> Next is most likely to be a stay-at-home parent. Noi says, Noi votes for her, herself. And um, Lindsay still, you know, she's pouring up and she's talking. She's chatting away. And after Noi wrote on her whiteboard, like me, she also put, I want to raise my kids. And so Lindsay's saying, well, are you saying working parents don't raise their kids? And I was like, bitch, no one asked you. So she goes on to her talking head. She's like, I don't know how that's going to work. He's, uh, she got a jobless husband and a stay-at-home wife. Like, (laughs) she's like, you know, really taken because Noi said she would want to be a stay-at-home mom. And because I guess she doesn't know what Steve does, but it's, it's getting bad. Um, Lindsay picks Mark for the same category for um, most likely to rate or most likely to be a stay-at-home parent. Um, she picks him, and he's just just sitting there blinking. You know, his his uh, Morse code eyes are going off, and he's calling for help now. He sees she's going too far with with everything. Um, most likely to lie to friends about their sex life. Elijah picks himself. I guess that's what he does. Um, or did he have reasoning behind that? No, he didn't. Okay, great. Lindsay and Mark say each other. And um, Jasmina, being the moderator, she's like, well, why? Why did you guys pick each other? And Lindsay says, because uh, I tell him it's good. And I was like, oh, goodness. Crash and burn. Just yeah, this was so ridiculous. Help. I was like, just shut up. Shut up. Everyone is like, you know, it's like crickets. Um, She tells us in her talking head that he's selfish in bed. And um, she's like, you know, there's room for improvement. She's just saying all this stuff. 
so again, it's a little tough to watch. And he says, um, he says that he thinks she would lie to her friends because he feels like she would basically paint an an inaccurate picture of him and how it's really going, which, you know, possible if the man ain't having good sex, why you still have a sex with him? Cause I don't, I don't know. Um, make it make sense. Most likely to start a fight. Everyone pick Lindsay. Um, and you start to see her, you know, she's, she's acting like she's taking it, but she's, she's not. Um, because everyone agreed, Steve, um, somehow is like, so are we saying that Lindsay did cause the fight on the plane? And she, Lindsay snaps and she's like, no, you better get a hold of Steve. This is the second time making a comment. And I was like, ooh, somebody's feeling feisty. And Steve apologizes. He's like, I'm sorry if that, you know, offended you, whatever. She starts pouring up again. Um, Most likely to lose the game is the last category. Everyone says Lindsay. Then she goes on a rant. Did you get the verbatim rant? Um, Let me see. She says she doesn't. um, She loves her and she has God in her heart. She's rising to the top. She don't care what they think. Yeah, she 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 said a lot more than that. I don't know what all it said. I think yeah, it started. I couldn't. Like, I, I couldn't get all. Of it. I yeah, like, I think it was crazy. like I don't give a f what you think, what y'all yeah. think about me. I love me. Fuck. Blah blah blah. I love me, Lord. It's Lord's in my heart. I'm a star. Yeah. I was like, it was. Girl. It was a lot. Um, yeah. Then we get like more strange things after this which i'm just not sure what's happening (laughs) (sighs) tell us tell us tell us okay so then something happens um i there's a question about production that i don't quite catch um michael says that he doesn't understand what's happening um was there a fight mark says that he goes outside with Lindsay to the fire and apparently she gets mad that he uses her kerosene he crossed boundaries mm-hmm. and he says that he didn't do it to hurt her to hurt he, he didn't do it to hurt her um apparently then she grabbed her arm his arm and then he was like don't touch me and then she Goodness. said fuck off so then he said he said she was leaving or i don't know so then michael and mark are downstairs in like some sort of playroom or something um i don't know some strange area and then apparently Lindsay tries to walk down to them but then olajuwon of all people brings her back up he's like no let's come up here we gotta talk let's bring her up uh-huh, here uh-huh. she says that she's gonna drive home <laughs> michael says that the kerosene isn't the issue he says to ask Lindsay what's really going on so then michael uh, oh no mark goes up to Lindsay in the bedroom she's like laying down crying he Goodness. asked her why is she crying and she says that she was talking to O and they were talking about the game and then O said that she could he could see how Mark um, was hurt by her words and Lindsay mm. says that she doesn't know how to honor what she desires you know and so honor him and that she hmm. has to honor what she wants and grieve that loss Wow. And Olajuwon said that Mark is hurting and, you know, you're changing his energy. And she says that she don't know how to honor Mark and honor herself. Who was going to honor her? Mark says that he doesn't understand what she's saying. 
<laughs> and he doesn't agree with the things that she says about his life, that his life has fallen apart. He says he doesn't do those things to her or says mean things to her. So then Mark leaves the room and Lindsay says, it'll be so easy to say no to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, this was, yeah, this was uh, something uh, between the She's two of so them. so fucking dramatic. How do I honor him and honor me? I'm like, girl, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, what are you I'm saying? I'm really glad that. Like, I'm really glad that, that he's like, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like he's really, he's really trying here. And at one point she said she was saying things as nice and as kind as possible. And I was like, girl, don't lie. You've been atrocious this whole time. Talking about this man's life falling apart. Talking about you tell him it's good and it's not like girl <laughs> come on now just come on be real um we move on from there it's now 11 days to decision day and it looks like Lindsay woke up this morning she's in pain she's uh writhing she wants to go to urgent care mark is packing up everything <clears throat> being a good husband and she apologizes for picking a fight with him. And she says it was just because she was hurt. Um, he's like, I just want you to be better. My whole that voice was... has changed. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. <laughs> Give me a moment to clear it. Okay, so in this part, could we say this is like instant karma? Uh, yeah. Or I don't know, actually. I, I really don't know. Because uh, describe it, and I'll tell you what I thought was happening. I need to describe it? Well, like, just... Again? Well, it's just... I just felt like she was just hung over. Like, there was nothing wrong <laughs> with her. Like, you know, is... I had that thought <laughs> by the time she was at the urgent care. She was saying she was... Well, this is, you know, spoiler, but not spoiler. We're going to cover it. Um, by the time she was at the urgent care and say, they were saying she was dehydrated, I was like, well. That's it, because you were hung over. I was like, girl, all this shenanigans. Man. Yeah. So that's what happened with, with um, them. She's writhing in pain. Her liver probably, you know, hasn't had a chance to do anything because she's just, you know, abusing it that whole weekend and trying to cope um but she said she thought she had something bad maybe no one else got sick though so take from that what you will hmm, exactly um so then we are transitioning into breakfast um Lindsay was apparently supposed to make some sort of italian dish i'll say they make for they breakfast italian breakfast dishes um but jasmina said she's gonna take over in the kitchen um, so they're all sitting down. I think they're eating what appears to be like bacon, eggs, and then something that looked like chicken fingers. I don't know what that was. Yeah, it looked like some chicken that they, um, I don't know, like maybe some frozen chicken that they heated up in the pan. I don't know what that was. Gross. Um, so then they're eating breakfast. Um, apparently someone asked something about a paradise couple. Did you hear this? 
Yes, yes, it was a fantasy, it sounds like. Um, This is when Noah and Steve have on their animal print shirts together. Um, I think Jasmina asked Steve if they feel pressured to stay together because people are looking at them as the paradise couple. That is so weird. I've never heard that phrase before ever in life. Probably because it's not a real thing. (laughs) I'm like, what are y'all talking about? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm not sure. She asked that. Um, Noi says she doesn't know and doesn't know if they'll get there by decision day. Um, I think Steve also says that, like, uh, you know, we have some things to work on. We mildly trust each other, but, like, I don't know if this is going to be a thing. Um... Then we hear from Katina, who's, again, talking about deeper conversations. Elajuan says it's possible there's love there. Everyone's kind of like, oh, love, love, you know, whatever. Uh, then we hear from Michael. Did you catch what he said? Yeah, so Michael says, I mean, goodness. <laughs> so he says that they were talking to the medium, and he felt that Jasmina, you know, really shows that or he realized that she really cares for him after how you know she responded to the medium and how she prepared him for the situation he says that she was really concerned about his well-being and you know wanted him to be comfortable with the medium and if you know if he wasn't then like they shouldn't do it and she was really trying to protect him Mm. um jasmina starts crying which i was shocked um and they're holding hands at this moment what did you think of this moment it seems strange. Well, not strange. Like, I think it was good that he shared. I think it was good that she was able to access some emotion. Because um, we don't really see any of that from her. But mm-hmm. I think it was good that she was able to access that, even as he wasn't talking directly to her. He was just saying, like, oh, I realize she cares about me. Um, and I trust her. And he said he saw a compassionate side of her. That he's never seen, which I was like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) glad I wasn't the only one. Uh, But it looks like overall the conversation is going well between these three couples, three couples without, you know, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. They were actually able to have a a good conversation. I was like, well, look at that. Yeah, it seemed productive. It seemed good. I was like, okay, well, look, look at us getting along. So I was pretty happy with how that went we do cut to Lindsay. speaking of very briefly it looks like she's in a dentist chair this is not a hospital bed i've ever seen um or an urgent care (laughs) bed or even like the table at the doctor's office that you could sit on or lay on Mm -hmm. this is like a dentist chair with armrest and a headrest so she's sleeping in there i guess they're giving her iv fluids and she was dehydrated so she'll live to fight another day it looks like didn't say it was food poisoning so there's also that yeah um so then after this all the couples are leaving um the mansion as katina said (laughs) um katina there's a mansion girl everyone's leaving and we get to uh see noi and steve in their car um, Steve wants to talk to Noi about living arrangements after decision day. And Noi says that it's very scary. She knows that they are married and committed, but there's one final step, which is saying goodbye to the life that she had before and process that. <laughs> so 
Steve says it sounds like she wants her single life. She's just and not as articulate as him. That's part of the problem. Yes. She says that she tends to put all of her needs of her partner before her own. And in her past relationship, she apparently moved cross country. She didn't have a job or a family. I was like, oof. And That's when she, she moved to Boston. She just, yeah. you know, got in the, on her merry way and moved on over. And so she said her little studio means so much to her because it's the first time she did something by herself. And it's the first place she lived in by herself. She says that it's not that she doesn't trust him, but it's emotional for her. And she wants to hold on to it just in case it doesn't work out. So she's yeah. crying. She says that she's scared. And Steve in his confessional says that she clearly has some fears about marriage. And he says that they can, you know, take some time after, after decision day and be proud of her accomplishments and reflect on that part of her life. But he is concerned because she may not be as committed to the marriage as he is. Hmm. I don't really understand, like, what's happening here. Like, I, I'm not understanding, like, what Noi, like, what's the problem? Like, I don't understand. Um, yeah. I just don't yeah. understand. I, I think I understood more from her this time than maybe in some previous things we've heard from her. And it was what I basically got from it is that, oh, this means so much because this is her – she's only lived by herself, I think, for a small amount of time. And so mm -hmm. to give up everything that was hers to, like, be with him I think is a little bit scary, especially because I think she's still questioning his stability with, you know, him not having a job and things like that uh, or not having a traditional job. And she's going to give up her studio, which is her, her safe place. You know, I think that's I think that's hard. Um, but I mean, at this point, you said you wanted to be married, so you signed up to give away your studio. You didn't think you were gonna move your husband to your studio. I don't think. Well, and it's like um, he's also just being very supportive. So, like, I guess I'm kind of just like I could see if you were Olajuwon, and you was like, well, shit, I don't yeah. know if I should keep this, but like, it, it just it feels a bit. I don't know. I thought he was seeming supportive too until he told us it seems like she's not taking the marriage seriously and I was like well <laughs> yeah, there is that true. I wonder if it's because she's like you know so insistent on doing whatever she wants to do on social media and not really prioritizing the marriage um, so who knows <laughs> with these two fools um, no I think Steve's a good guy but noise I think she's gonna squander it all I don't know. I think it might take like an act of God to get her to be on the right track. And that's kind of where we end up with this episode. What's happening next week? Anything fun? Oh my God. It's two weeks before, it's a week before decision day. So all we're going to hear is the same old shit about, I don't know. Should I say no? Should I say yes? Should I say no? Should I say yes? Mm, yeah. Also, I think this is when we. Or I don't know if this is the part of the season where they start like taking random breaks, but oh, if they take I'm a break, sorry, we'll take they, a break. They're actually they're gonna do their childhood thing. They're gonna do the <gasps> this is where I come from right. episode. Yeah, I forgot about that. My apologies. So we're keeping that one in lieu of the finance one and the family one. I guess mm. we. I mean, can we stick the finance one in there? Maybe. I mean, I think there's still room for that, but yeah, it looks like we have Noi and Steve doing some dance routine and some other people doing things. We'll see what happens. Um, 
Should we talk about what we've been watching? Yes. So let me think for a second. What did I watch? Oh, so I watched Bridgerton season two. Oh, I actually you watched finished it? it. Yeah, I watched the whole season on like wow. Saturday. Tell me, should I keep watching? So I definitely think I actually liked the second season better than the first. Um, it's basically about these two sisters. Um, they are, I believe, of Indian descent. Um, who mm-hmm. come to whatever town they're in because uh, the younger sister needs to find a husband. But it's actually, like, way more than that. There are some other things happening. Um, it's pretty interesting. So I quite enjoyed it. Once you get through, like, that middle part, once you get to the middle of the first episode of season two, I was like, all right, I see where we're going here. Um, so I definitely encourage everyone to stick through it. Is it – do I love Bridgerton? No. Because um, mm. I'm just not a fan of period pieces. Um, <laughs> but it was, it did get good, and it was entertaining enough. So I did um, enjoy it. Um, and then okay. I'm starting a new show on Apple Plus, Apple TV, um, that I think I may recommend next week. So stay tuned. What is it? Should we start it? Um, do you have Apple TV? Yeah. Oh, it's called Severance. Do you not remember me talking about that? No, I don't. Okay, I mentioned that. Did you already finish it? No, I think I finished maybe three or four episodes. Okay, I have to... Um, so I might need to come back to it. Yeah, I only think there's nine right now, so I don't know yeah. if, like... They were releasing episodes weekly, so oh. sometimes that that um, slows me down a little yeah. bit <laughs> in oh. my... In my momentum. Um, But yeah, I liked it so far. I mean, it's it's kind of a slow, stark show. um, But I think you'll like it. Yeah. Um, Um, I may, yeah, I may recommend that next week. So yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I watched, like many of you, I hope, The Ultimatum. Oh boy. Did you watch that? No. I don't think I'm going to. You probably don't need to. Let me tell y'all. Okay, here's my unsolicited review. Um, the Ultimatum is the spinoff from Love is Blind, which was another Netflix show where they were talking through the walls, um, hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so they came up with this show called Ultimatum, Marry or Move On. Basically, the whole premise of the show is one person has one person in the relationship has issued the ultimatum. There, I believe, I don't know how many couples. There's quite a few couples. One person in the relationship has issued the ultimatum um, of you're either gonna marry me or we're gonna break up. Uh, they have these couples mingle with each other. Each person in a couple picks someone else outside of their original partner to live with for three weeks in a building here in Austin. Um, and then after that first three weeks, they go back to their original partner for three weeks. And then at the end of it, they can choose to be together or to break up. Show is getting dragged on social media because it's very unstructured. It's literally just like blowing these people's lives up. It is hot trash, hot trash. But if you like kind of cringe reality where there's nothing good happening, it is the show for you. I have finished it all. All the episodes are out, and I'm just, like, still reeling from the absurdity of it all. Um, 
but give it a watch if you need something to do if you haven't already seen it. If you have seen it, then you also see what I mean when I say it's just really unstructured. I thought Married at First Sight was getting kind of unstructured with the lack of um, therapeutic intervention, but there's no therapist on this show. These people have their phones. They're seeing their exes all the time. You know, they're going out to get, it's just, it's, and families are involved people are meeting the parents it's just it's all over the place um but yeah i did like that it was here in austin so that was kind of cool if you are planning on visiting austin or if you live in austin there's a lot of cool spots that they go to where you're like oh this is cute this would be cute too like date nights and things like that so that was kind of fun but aside from that so much trash so much <laughs> so so much it was just like watching a train wreck it's like a show i would not want to watch with anyone else because i'd be like this is so bad. It's just so bad. But, you know, I don't know. They got the green light for the show, and maybe there'll be a season two. It sounds like they're planning on it, because they were like, oh, well, I can't say that part. It sounds like there may be a season two. Um, but, yeah, it just seemed really damaging to these people who were put on this show. I don't know. But that's what I watched, and I watched it hard. I just couldn't turn away. It was like watching a train wreck car crash where you're just like oh my goodness it's getting worse it's getting worse um so check that out if you need something to do that's kind of could be a background show or just like you know something to gawk at um it's all just all over social media right now and that's it for me wonderful well we'll be back next week you guys please like us um like subscribe Follow Share. us Instagram, Twitter, where you get your podcasts. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Mm, see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>